Hello, mamas. We are Allison, Kelsey, and Melissa, and we would like to welcome you to the Unstressed Mama podcast, the podcast that will teach you how to manage the daily stress that comes from being a mom. Nothing is off limits here. From peeing your pants to balancing your budget to working out, we'll talk about it. Hey there, mamas. Welcome back. Uh, This week, we are going to wrap up our nutrition and lifestyle season. I can't believe it's already the end of season three. How about you, Allison? Yeah, it's crazy. It seems like we just started it. I know. And I I remember at one point thinking we had like this long runway of all this time. And here we are, (laughs) not with any runway, (laughs) recording a a week before it comes out. but that's all good. It's all good. Gives it nice and relevant. Uh, end of mid to end April here. And this year I feel like has just flown by as fast as this season. I know. Like, how is it already the end of April when just last week it was New Year's Day? <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. So uh as we wrap up season three, we really enjoyed this season of a variety of guests on the show. Um, and when we started the season with our intro back in, uh, episode one of season three, we, Allison and I both shared how we have struggled with nutrition slash dieting most of our lives and how these people have helped us, or we think will help you, um, to take the struggle out of the nutrition and to never be on a diet again. Um, and so, you know, we, we should think nutrition is important. Our nutrition helps us with calcium with strong bones and vitamins and minerals for proper internal functions. And we know that the foods we eat give us energy and help repair our muscles and keep us from being super hungry and all of those things. Um, but our society has put these pressures on us to be on this diet or on that diet. And we are here to kind of stop, help, help you with the help of our guests, stop that cycle of being on a diet. So our guests that we had, we'd love for you, if you have not checked them out to go back and re-listen to our previous episodes in this season. So, um, Allison, would you like to talk about the first guests that we brought on? Yeah, the first guests were um, Mylene Avery and Anna Pollitt, and they have a program called the Diet Killer, very aptly named, let's kill all the diets. Um, And I actually went through their program last year. It is aimed at women who are looking to lose 25 or more pounds and basically heal their metabolisms from years of yo-yo dieting and and misguided nutrition information. So they reteach you based on uh, Malene is a doctor, Anna is a nutritionist. So based on all scientific research that they've done in their own clinic that they had and results that they got they have developed this way of helping women specifically with our 
women hormones and our our women stress and all of those things um, develop a plan that works for them to eat and be full and feel better with more energy and even fix aches and pains that we have. And as a happy result for many of the women in the program, you also get, you know, drop some inches, lose some weight, because what they say is that weight isn't what causes you health issues. It's a symptom of health issues that you have. So feeding your body the nutrition that it wants helps heal those health issues and the symptom of them, the weight then goes away. That was a great interview. And just as an FYI, that was an interview Allison had done with them. So, excuse me, I was not on that one. Our next guest in episode three was a registered dietitian, Elizabeth Harris. uh, And she is an intuitive eating counselor. And I've worked with her for over a year now. And ironically, we ended up talking more about things other than eating um, with her, which was just indicative of how eating in itself and nutrition is not its own thing that's done in a vacuum. There are so many other pieces that uh, come together with our, when we eat, like there's the routine and then there's how we feel about it. And uh, intuitive eating, excuse me, intuitive eating is a uh, concept which has uh, 10 main principles. um, And Elizabeth has a Thrive Tribe, which I was in her uh, first group coaching with that. And she's continuing that um, every so months, there's a new one opening um, where bringing in a group of women who are ready to uh, ditch the diet and work on your listening to your body, your call body attunement and your mindset and so many other things that factor into how you feel. Eventually we do talk about gentle nutrition because that is obviously part of your, um, you know, we want to be, have the right vitamins and minerals and such consumed in our body and macronutrients and so forth. But it's thinking about how, when we consume those, they make us feel and making decisions on how they feel and not how we think someone else will think they make us look or make us feel do or whichever. So, um, it was a great interview with her. And like I said, ironically, we ended up talking a little bit more outside of food per se, which is like I said, just right there on the, you know, scale of how this area that has given so many of us women stress a lot of our lives, isn't just this one area. The scope is much larger. Yes. And then we had Greg, was he the next one? Yes. Um, (laughs) So Greg is somebody that Melissa had met through a group she was in. And I actually had started interacting with him through Facebook as well, because I take Kung Fu lessons and he had done a lot of Kung Fu. So we had been talking back and forth through messenger um, before we recorded And his episode, we ended up talking a lot about um, not food also, 
sleep patterns and stressors in our lives and how we as women often take on a lot of things in a very different way than men do. Um, And we also talked about a lot of the really bad information that is out there for women about weight loss and nutrition and the things that you should do to get there. And, and the reason that he started doing what he does is that he was so appalled by the things that he saw out there. Um, so that was, it's funny how several of these went away from food itself and talk more about stress and sleeping and all that, which makes a hundred percent sense because the days that that I eat the foods that are the least likely to make me have a good day, shall we say, are the days that I am tired and stressed. And I just want to shove something in my mouth, even knowing that it will make me tired or have heartburn or whatever. I just do it because I'm too tired to, to get up and get something different. Um, So that was a common thread, even though all three of these people that we interviewed had a little bit different take on things. This was a common thread with all of them. I totally agree on all of that. And what I really liked about um, Greg's talk was that, sorry, I had a small little one come join me, um, (laughs) was that he took it, you know, like he's, a coach for nutrition and movement as well. So we're in a similar niche, he and I, and, you know, we have similar styles, but yet he works in a different way. He kind of focuses a little bit more on those nutrition aspects in the sleep. Um, and he had been doing, I believe when we recorded a sleep challenge in his group. Mm. Um, and the first thing I worked on with Elizabeth because we got to like pick where we wanted to start with sleep. Um, And so uh, the idea of working on your nutrition is doesn't always start with food was that huge common thread through there, Mm -hmm. which takes us to our last guest that we had. Linda Letterman, she is somebody that I met through a Facebook group also. And her business is called Balabusta's Secret, which um, pretty likely you don't know what a Balabusta is. I most certainly didn't. I had never heard that word before. And she explains what it is. I'll I'll go right ahead and spoil it. Um, A Balabusta is basically somebody who makes an inviting home. So a place where your kids want to be and they want to bring their friends and And as they get older, they want to bring their boyfriends and girlfriends that they meet home to meet you because you have such a fun and inviting place to be. And we've all been to one of those places before. So she just puts a a term to it, which is a Yiddish term, I believe she said. And she just had some really cool and different ideas about making dinner fun again with your kids. And making the dinner table a place they want to come to instead of being forced to eat food they don't want and having it be a battle to keep them off of electronics. 
We have introduced games at our dinner table um, because we had totally been the family that let them with, it, was, it came out of COVID. It was not before COVID. It used to just be at restaurants. You could have your iPad and then COVID happened. We were so tired that then it just, be, we're like, how do we, you told them they couldn't have their iPad. They lost their minds. Um, and so after our interview with Linda, I started doing games and I actually, she, she gives some suggestions for games you can do. Cause we're like, what games do you play when you're eating? Um, and so my kids like made up their own. Um, uh, and one of the ones that they made up is the word game and they have to spell words. Um, and what they do, they find things around the table and like pick them up and spell them. And we have to guess what they are. Um, sometimes we can think of a word, like for instance, last night, Vivian goes, we, we do teams. My daughter was like, mom, spell post office. And so I spelled it um, all in a row. And my husband's looking at me like, I, I don't, post office. <laughs> it was so funny. And one of our first nights that we did it was he, he spelled P-A-R-I-S and I'm staring at him. I'm like, and what else? And he's like, P-A-R-I-S. And I'm like, what are the other letters? He's like, it's Paris. And I was like, oh, <laughs> so like even we get like tripped up, which is kind of fun. Um, and then we recently tried to do a math game where I have mm-hmm. to get them math problems, but that's a little lopsided and makes it hard because they're at different levels, but yeah, um, they made up their own games and it at least gets them off their iPad for a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can't quite say they're eating a ton better, but they're not on their iPads. And we're talking about things that are not how was school today. Um, well, and the one thing that we talked about with her too, that I kind of just had a realization on my own was, you know, she talked about having your kids help you make food and help you pick it out. And I'm like, told the story about this one time that Danny helped me make something and he didn't like it. And then I was thinking about it and thought, well, that's crazy. That was literally the only time I ever tried it. And because it didn't work, I never tried it again. And if I did that with any other area in my life, I would say, well, that's ridiculous. You can't just try something once and give up. So um, it was, it's kind of eye-opening for me that I had 100% done that. And oh, I did it once, didn't work. Nope, that doesn't work. Well, that's silly. So um, it gave me some fresh perspective. And I also, so Danny is all of a sudden obsessed with the game Uno. And we started taking it with to restaurants. So when we're waiting for the food to get there, we sit and play Uno at the table. And that's kind of fun. And we have a couple of road trips coming up this summer and I'm getting games together to play on that too, to kind of take her idea. Do you have have Uno Flip? Um, No, we have actually, we have Uno Tippo, which is not, (laughs) it's like a scale. So your discards all go in one side and the the other person's go in the other side. So um, Uno Flip is a game that has two sides on the cards mm. and so if someone flips the deck you have to flip your cards so like oh. you can be down to your last card and someone flips it and like you don't match oh man it's actually fun <laughs> i like you know it'd be a good it'd be a good like surprise or going on vacation trip mm-hmm. easy to take with you game yeah 
Um, we actually, the deck that we have, other we have the Uno Tipo, which is full size, but then we got this other mini deck at the Dollar Tree, which I, I now call the Dollar 25 tree because they had to raise their prices, but um, <laughs> it's perfect to have like in my purse because it's a tiny little deck. Awesome. It's just adorable. <laughs> anyway, we digress slightly, but yes, we are also an Uno family and we have Uno, Uno Flip, and then Uno Triple, which isn't quite as portable, or Triple Play, Uno Triple Play, which is similar like the balance, but it's just on an electronic thing. Oh, okay. Um, and you push a, basically it overloads, and then you have to draw. If you, if it overloads on your discard, you draw extra cards. Um, another yeah. one, we got this other game that we took to, on spring break, we went to the Wisconsin Dells and took, um, Oh, it's called Watch Your Mouth. And Unspeakable played it with his friends. So, you know, Danny saw it. And you have to put this big thing in your mouth. Uh, okay. And then try to say words. And people have to guess what you're trying to say. And it is pretty funny. I've seen the mouth contraptions, but I didn't <laughs> know what it was called. Yeah, that actually would be not a good dinner time one, but yeah. it was a good car trip one. <laughs> Well, we it really enjoyed having these four guests on. What we were looking for was to have a variety of uh, focus areas. So we just summarized them. You can see they are all different, um, even got down to the children. Um, but the thing we already mentioned that they had in common, um, things that were not necessarily focused on food. And then... The thing that we started with that we knew they had the common thread was that it's a lifestyle, not a diet. Um, and I'm not talking about like the keto lifestyle because that's still a diet. Um, like it's still a prescribed like way of like food or whichever. Um, but that was the common thing we knew with our guests like ahead of time was that it was looking at them as a looking at each of their processes as a lifestyle versus the quick fix. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's still, um, I mean, the diet industry is so huge and their reach and money and marketing is just so widespread that we need to, for lack of a better term, fight back against it. I mean, there's all of the excuse me, the misleading marketing about, you know, you see stuff like popsicles with gluten-free. Oh, well, yeah, of course they're gluten-free, but how much sugar and artificial dyes and crap are in there? You know, the marketing is just ridiculous is what it is. So it's important to follow the, you know, even if you don't join programs or whatever, it's important to find people that you trust to follow on social media or otherwise and get true information. Also, I know that Linda has a group. So if you go to that episode, you can just go to the show notes and she has a free group where she gives recipes, uh, tips for, she, she did a thing the other day on sheet pan dinner. So everything goes on the mm -hmm. sheet pan in the oven. I'm like, oh, that's my style right there. Yeah, um, it has a free group where she gives different tips and recipes. I know she gives recipes on her email list all the time. Um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> excuse me. 
I think Greg has a group, but I feel like we didn't, he didn't give us the link to that. Yeah, I haven't um, seen Greg's group. Um, and, and I think the diet killers have a group also, yes? They do, but they aren't as active in the group where you can get the most information there is from Anna on Instagram. Okay. Um, her and Malene have actually parted ways since we recorded the okay. episode and Anna has taken over um, things on her own. So her, her Instagram, I believe is in the show notes, but if it isn't, I'll add it. And she shares recipes, tips. She shares her entire program on there. As a matter of fact, her $5,000 high touch program, she shares all of the information on Instagram over and over again. And the reason that she does that is because if you're motivated enough to do it, you know, make this change on your own, you can do it. And if you need help being accountable or whatever, then you can work with her. It's really cool. Thank you for that summary. And I actually did see that on Instagram and I didn't put that together. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw that like, anyway, I saw something on Instagram about it. Um, so what's next? <clears throat> well, next season we have is about fitness. Yeah. So pretty closely related to nutrition. And we have some widely varied guests coming on from martial arts to Pilates and running, of course, with our expert or our resident running expert here, Melissa. Yay. And um, what else? Who? Oh, uh, postnatal fitness. Yeah, we're looking at like a prenatal and a postnatal separate because there are some significant differences there. Um, and we have a couple that we haven't confirmed yet. So I don't want to get too excited if they fall through, but we have a couple other options there for fitness that we are excited to share with you. And as always, we are bringing you what has helped us deal with our own stress, which is how this whole podcast got started. <laughs> Beyond stress mama. That's right. All right. Well, we will be back in two weeks with the uh, first season in our fitness episode or fitness series series. That's the word. Thank you. I was like, I didn't want to say season again. Um, and as Allison mentioned, I'll be talking about running and why you should or shouldn't do it. All right. Have a good one. The Unstressed Mama podcast is brought to you by Allison Rodden, Kelsey Decker, and Melissa Sroby. You can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash unstressed mama and on Instagram at unstressed mama. If you like what you heard, be sure to tell your friends so other mamas can join in the fun. You can find our individual contact information in the show notes for this episode. If you have questions about this topic or suggestions for future topics, the best place to reach us is through our Facebook group, Instagram page, or email at unstressedmama at gmail.com.